conversation, a conversation, a little more action. Oh, I got shock. <laughs> and you have me. Do I have you? Sometimes. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. How do I have you? In front of the microphone. I thought we covered this earlier. I was going to say. <laughs> I could be bent over, but you're not going to partake in that. I am not. <laughs> I appreciate the offer, but I am not interested. Thank you very much. Well, terrible. An anomalous uh, spit roasting. <laughs> yes. Mm. Oh, I had a, uh, a lovely lunch. <laughs> Warning. This is an adult-oriented podcast about really perverse things like communication and consent. If you are under 18 and looking for answers to questions about sex or kink, please visit scarletteen.com. For the dude bro listeners, this is the nerdy shit. Fuck off! From Bakersfield to Mount Olympus, Gotham Press talks naughty business, sexual topics to explore your whoredom, good if you're new or kinky Yoda, Gotham Press Podcast! Your parents warned you about. Hey, everybody. Thank you for coming back once again to the Gotham Press Podcast. I'm just going to put it out there. Captain fucked up the recording, and we're doing this for the second time. But this time, we're doing with a few new things, because those old things, they're old news now. <laughs> see? Shock's laughing at it. He understands. So, let's see. Who do we have here this time? Uh, one, two, three. Yeah, we got the same, the same people as last time. So, much like last time, let me start off by talking too much. First of all, thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. Uh, you guys know that for just a buck a month, you can help support this podcast, and we really need your dollars. Your doll hairs are helpful. You're welcome, somebody. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> for you. Yes. Please yes. package your doll hair neatly when sending it into the Gotham Press Podcast. Yes. Uh, or, or you can do it digitally by signing up to our Patreon. You can find our Patreon uh, on what's called the interwebs, I believe. Uh, you go to a website. I think it's patreon.com forward slash Gotham Press. Yes, that sounds correct. One day, I will know everything that we do. That day is coming. The Captimus singularity it, is almost <laughs> here. Wait, wait, is the day coming all over us now? Damn. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> I, I have questions about what's come on you. I may have answers and more questions. <laughs> more questions? Yes. Why would you have questions about what's come on you? Why? But, no, why, why would you have? You should know what's come on you. I, I have, but sometimes I just ask why. I don't know why it was sticky. You don't oh know why God. you're sticky? Yes. Bukaki worthy. <laughs> Book hockey worthy. All right, back to things. Uh, so yes, please, listeners, if you hear this, we need your patronage at patreon.com forward slash Gotham Press. Well, we also have our sponsors, amazing sponsors. Uh, let's see. First, f- first and foremost, JW Paddles. Shock, you've used these, yes? Yes. Have you enjoyed using them? Um, they make not just high quality paddles; they are works of art. Works of art. Yeah. I cannot recommend them enough. Have either of you used uh, these? Have you seen them used on others? Yes. Seen them used, not used them. Seen them used. The sounds, when you hear them being used, do they sound like somebody's having fun? Oh, yes. Excellent. I'm sure that they love it. Well, they can get you custom woods, custom designs. They have a selection of different paddle types. And because of their uh, laser printer... Mm-hmm. They can actually burn your custom artwork right onto your paddle. So anything from your initials and insignia to whatever artwork you'd like. 
They really know how to work your wood. They know how to work your wood. Oh, my. I'm just waiting for J or W to come to me like, why would you say that? Because like, it was amazing. <laughs> also, um, we have a first time sponsor, uh, Carmilla the First, who is an amazing OnlyFans uh, content producer. She is beautiful and amazing. And I 1000% suggest that you should go out to OnlyFans and support her because, man, your uh, private time will be much better for it. I promise you. Lube not included. I mean... Bring your own lube. Yeah, bring... Or, you know, if you have a partner that wants to watch with you, they can lube you up. That is very true. <laughs> As uh, Anonymous looks across the table. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby. God. Do you call him God? No. Sometimes. <laughs> Please don't do that. Are you, are you not God? No, I'm not. I'm merely a man. Not, not even a God? No. Okay. Huh. Moving forward, we have our final sponsor, Thief's Touch. Thief's Touch, I have personally used your products. They are fucking amazing. Custom floggers. I have two floggers currently, and... Uh, should be getting a third at some point whenever I have money to give him to make me the third one. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, he actually, one of the fogs I have is a recreation of one that I bought from another vendor that was not uh, high quality made as mm. the fall started to fall off of it. Mm-hmm. And he said, here, let me take a look at that. He looked at it for a little bit. It's like, I can do that. And then a short time later, I had a brand new flogger of much higher quality. Any, has anyone at this table used one of his loggers other than me? Oh, right. yes. I have, yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Right. I and own one. You own one? I do. Oh. What is your custom flogger? Tis purple and green. Purple and green? Yes. What I'm hearing mostly is Thief's Touch, amazing floggers. Amazing. Amazing. If you want to get a flogger, you should definitely look up Thief's Touch on the internet. Also, he has a FetLife page uh, that you can go to. I mm-hmm. believe he has an Etsy store, but I'm not yes. sure if it's current. Yes. Oh, it's still up? Cool. Yes. Yes. Definitely yes. go and check out his products. For any information that you really just need to find out about us, you can just check the show notes assigned with this episode. Uh, You'll find all the links in the show notes. All the links in the show notes. I believe there was a PSA from the Anomalous One, something about changing AC filters. That is correct. Please do it every month. If you don't, well, you don't want to have me go out there and fix it because I'll be tutting and shaking my head the whole time. Do we have to physically be there while you're doing that? No, I can videotape it for what? you. <laughs> what, if, what if my fetish is dirty filter shame? Well, then I will save all the dirty filters and I will throw them at you. Uh, Not throw them. I'm so shameful. Oh, yes. yes. My filters are shame. so dirty. Dirty. Dirty filters. Dirty, dirty filters. Oh, yes. <laughs> Wait, this seems like it's your, your kink at this point. No, it's my kink is helping people. Ah, your kink is helping people mm-hmm. and then shaming them with dirty filters. Uh, only if they want. Only if they want. So like shock wants. Yeah, it's, it only, only costs like a hundred bucks extra, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I've well, already spent this much budget on filters. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hi there, everybody. Welcome back to the Gotham Press. Um, this we, is take did, two of a podcast that we recorded earlier this month that we couldn't put up because why? The audio is messed up. So, yes. I believe we have an 805 number for people to reach out with us on questions, comments, etc. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Candy's sweet, sweet, sweet box. 
Uh, that phone number to reach out to the Gotham Press is 805-303-1173. Leave us a message and you know, let us know how good we're doing, how bad we're doing, what you really want to hear on the podcast. And maybe, just maybe, we'll listen to it. <laughs> Don't forget to reach out and touch Candy Sweetbox with your messages. Yes, your messages. That's it. Just messages. <laughs> unless, you, unless you know her personally, then maybe something else. Maybe. Goodness maybe. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Uh, this is take two of the podcast for November. It is November, right? It yes. is November. That's right. Yesterday was a holiday of some sort. American holiday. It was the eat too much and sleep too much uh, day of the month. Eat too much and sleep too much of November. Yep. Yes. Right. Thanksgiving, that's what it's called in some in some circles. Then it's turkey day. I feel like I'm being called out, but let's just keep rolling with that. Shock, you realize I'm larger than you, yeah? Yes. <laughs> Wait, quite a bit more. So you shut your whore mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get the camera. No. Why are you prepared for that? <laughs> we all have cellular devices with cameras attached to them. Uh, anyway, <laughs> let's uh, meet some of these voices that you all probably haven't heard on the podcast before uh pointing to my right we have cm hello cm what brings you around you me you oh my (laughs) i call and you came yes yes (laughs) (laughs) uh anything uh amazing you want to share about yourself before we uh move on to the next one um sure um, CM is short for colored mistress because we're not going to sit here and call me colored or mistress the whole day. So you don't, you don't want, you don't want all of us to just look over at you wantingly say, yes, mistress. I mean, if that's what you want to do, <laughs> you go ahead. <laughs> I'm all right without that. Okay. Kinky. <laughs> and moving on next is going to be the amazing, the uncomparable, the always happy to return. Shock duck. Hi, Shock Doc. Hello, my friend. I'm quite happy to be back. Again and again and again. And again and again. That's right. Yeah. And hopefully this time you'll you'll go out to the masses again. <laughs> With a little luck, the third time's the charm because the previous season that we wrapped up, uh, myself and uh, the amazing uh, Lala were uh, both on and we had a great time and it was a good recording and it's an indecipherable pile of chunk as far as the digital aspect of it goes so yeah so that's two in a row <laughs> okay third time's the charm third time's the charm third time is indeed the charm and then moving forward we have uh, the anomalous one aka anomalous aka tell us something else about yourself yes that is correct i am anomalous and i am one what does anomalous mean it means it is not normal so you're not a normal one? No, I am not. No name has ever been more perfect. <laughs> what would you call yourself if you're not normal? Anomalous. That works. I walked right into that, didn't I? An you anomaly. Did. Uh, yeah, yeah, you did. An anomalous anomaly. An anomalous anomaly. And that's correct. Anomaly. Anomalous. Anomalous. Okay, and hopefully, please don't sue us. <laughs> what would that be? Jim Henson at that point? It's a parody. It's, it's much older than you. It's much older than Jim Henson, I believe. Okay, well, mm. that's what I know it from. 
It, it was it was a popular tune in the '60s. Unfortunately, I remember. <laughs> you say, you say, unfortunately. Well, I just I'm unfortunately that I can was there to remember its original burst onto the pop culture scene. Shock, you're an amazing person. You have amazing memories, and we love you. Oh, thank you, Captain. All right, let's see here. So let's get some nerd stuff. Just just a little bit of it. Did you guys watch Invincible? Yes. You yes, did? we did. did. You did? Absolutely. Okay. okay. Gratuitous violence and gore. <laughs> yes, there's a lot of that in that show. Huh. So, listeners, uh, if any of you uh, have not watched Invincible, first of all, turn this off, go watch it. Uh, second of all, if you have watched it, please listen, because we're going to talk about a lot of shit. Uh, so, at this point, I just want to talk about the season in general so far. What do you guys... Because the episode that aired yesterday, mm-hmm. last one until next year. Mm. The fuck? They're taking a break and then they're put, putting part two of season two up sometime next year. They don't even have a specific, they just next year. Did we watch I'm, that? I'm sorry, that's not going to do. Uh, excuse me, uh, production team for Invincible. I'm going to need something by next Wednesday. Thank you. <laughs> You, you need something up and running as soon as possible. That's yeah. a whole month and God knows how long. Well, not only that, what is that? Three episodes for this season before they take in a fucking midwinter break? Four. Mm-hmm. Four, four episodes. Four episodes. Yeah, yesterday was no, the fourth episode. Not, that's that, No, no, that's not going to do. Which, mm-hmm. which kind of surprise? Because I was expecting that episode to come out today. Get me the president of Hollywood on the phone. <laughs> Paramount Plus. Let's go. <laughs> I don't think it's Paramount for Invincible. No, it's Prime. It's oh, Prime. it is Prime. It's Amazon. See? Yep. Ignore me. Bezos. We will never ignore you. Get okay. your fucking ass out there and make some more invincible. He's in space right now. <laughs> much look, much like Nolan. Much like Nolan. And Invincible. Mm. And it, spoilers. Spoilers. And I told them already. <laughs> we were going to be talking about stuff. Here's my question. When he, he shows up on the planet and sees Nolan, what was your first thought? I really thought when they kept saying monarch, I was expecting a beautiful woman who expected him to marry her to come out. And I about shit myself when it was not a beautiful woman. <laughs> I was, my jaw dropped. I mean, technically they had that in one of the previous episodes where he thought he was going to get married. That, that, oh, that is was, very true. That was great. That was great. Yeah. I love how they were like, we got rid of that archaic thing. Barbaric. Barbaric. You're right. Barbaric. But Bar- let's just fight to the death. That's less barbaric. Trial by combat. Wait a second. (laughs) Is it more or less barbaric to marry off a woman against her will? They actually did that back in the medieval ages. I'm aware of this. Well, I think in this in this instance, it wasn't they were marrying a woman off against her will. They the concept was that he um, had to be I don't know uh, oh the stud in uh, court. Uh, I'm not sure the terminology I'm looking for here, but he was to be her uh, husband. Therefore, he was the gift to her. That's true. For killing her husband. For killing her husband, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so retribution in some sort of way, I guess. Some sort. Tapping that fish pussy. <laughs> yeah, you had to uh, to earn that one, too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I was going to say, so um, I watch um, New Rock Stars a lot. Uh, so talking about like the uh, breakdowns of the different shows and things. And I actually watched it this morning. I didn't realize how deep the opening for for this last episode was. Watching Nolan going through all this stuff, yeah. dealing with stuff. And then the juxtaposition of his wife 
going through the same things on earth. Like, cause I watched it and I'm like, oh wow, that's really deep. And then when you, when you watch it like side by side, how they were just like, oh, now I get it. And they were talking about like, yeah, when Nolan comes out of his, it's because, oh, he had to go save somebody. So he had to put on his superhero mask again. Mm. When she came out of hers, she didn't have that. She just had to grow up and do it. Mm. So showing who's really stronger, the superhero or this, the standard human. Well, and they're both going through depression. Yeah. They're, they're both facing the depression of having their world fall apart. Yeah. And, and partially for him, it's the problem that his entire life up to that existence, which we've already been described as thousands and thousands of years. Yeah. Now is crumbling around him when he realizes he isn't the person he thought he was and always should have been. Yeah. Oh, like uh, when he's, when they're in the middle of that fight and he starts choking out Mark. Yes. It's like, why do I care? What 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 did you do to me? Why? Why do I care about these beings? Yeah, it's like because all of the other Viltramites just don't. Well, you know, too, and you're talking about that opening sequence and, mm-hmm. and for me the opening sequence of season two, episode one, mm-hmm. where they play Karma Police. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And that music is the background to what we watch this journey that Mark's on as he's trying to uh, find his place now that his dad's gone and what he thought was reality was shattered and that music behind it, just driving home those emotional highlights. And then this had a, a very similar aspect with the music for it, which I I wasn't sure what that music was from. It wasn't a pop tune, obviously, but it, it seemed that. like it was from a particular play or stage pr- production of something. Right. So many things. Also, what I did not expect them to do, um, I guess it was last episode uh, when they followed Alan. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. Alan the alien. Yeah. That was great. Oh. That that was all great up until, uh, the until yes. Yeah, all up until uh, it showed Alan did not uh, have what it took to really take on the Viltrumites. Yep, his insides became outsides. Uh, well, he got better, <laughs> maybe. Sure. I mean, he's not. We haven't seen a, a corpse yet. Well, we did. We did not. We saw him in the in hospital. The hospital. Yeah. Oh, we did? I don't remember that. His face was all masked up. Because well, they'd knocked his eye out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't... What was I doing? Well, the the twist in that episode, in that scene where mm-hmm. he's in the hospital recovering, yeah. unfortunately, I saw that twist coming because we knew there was a mole. Yeah, I kind of mm-hmm. figured it was going to oh, okay, be that, that guy, but, yeah. you know, it's like, well... I, I didn't and, like him when I first saw him. And And one has to ask... What's kept the Viltrumites from showing up to this council already? What kept them from already conquering whatever planet that they are they're using as a headquarters? Well, now I think I understand why. Yeah, because why conquer the thing that's giving you all the information on all these other planets? Yeah, it's just another pet. <laughs> no, stop it. Yes, I will make you cry today. <laughs> you will not make me cry today. Anyway, anyway, uh, let's see here. What do we got next? What do we got next? Um, so we talked about Invincible. I think I'm the only one that's seen the Scott Pilgrim series on Netflix. I almost started it the other day and I was like, uh, no. I saw the movie. Yes. The movie is great. I've loved the movie for years. Mm-hmm. I read the comic. I watched the movie. The movie and the comic 
differ just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Obviously, movie can't go into everything. Uh, the comic, there are storylines that are just completely cut out of the movie, but I understand why, because the movie's focusing just on the fights, mm-hmm. which are fucking amazing for the most part. Yeah. Like, the fight against uh, Evil X number two in the movie, completely different than in the comic. See, I haven't read the comic, and I literally cannot read comics. I'm sorry, I'm going to need more on that. So, for me, I'm one of them people, when you read, that you actually have a little movie playing in your head with everything that's being descripted. Uh, With comics, it throws me for a loop because it's already there, and I just, I can't deal with it. Interesting. But I can read uh, things in voices, though, so, I don't know. Okay, That, that works, I guess. The new Scott Pilgrim on Netflix is Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. I'm not going to go into many spoilers. I'm just going to say that the title takes a literal meaning uh, once you get to a certain episode. Hmm. It's like, oh, oh, now I get it. You get it probably from like the end of episode one, but it doesn't really kick in until a few episodes later. It's like, oh, oh, now I get all of this. <laughs> hmm. yeah. Laying the groundwork as it were. Exactly. Laying the groundwork. Uh, what I will say is the new series actually follows uh, Ramona a lot more than Scott. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, one of my friends that has watched it uh, was talking to me about it and saying, oh, they call out Scott a lot in this for being an asshole. <laughs> hey. And you know what? From having read the comics, he is an asshole. <laughs> hmm. But you know what? I'm going to let you guys watch it at your leisure. I'm sure we'll talk about it at some point when we see each other in the future. Like, oh my God, I know. I see what you meant now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. So we're going to move on from Scott. I got a question for everybody. So has everybody here seen the Mar- any of the Marvel movies? Most of them, I would say. Most of them? I think I've seen every single one. Okay. I remember some of them. All right. Have you seen the Marvel series? The what? Yes. Like uh, Loki. Oh, uh, yes. Miss Marvel and all that. Loki. Most of them, again, yeah. not all of them. Not all. Is Marvel doing too much? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I like her. Well, that was awfully fast. <laughs> Just immediately, like, yes. I'm tired of superheroes. Please give the sci-fi back. You're tired right. of superheroes? Give sci-fi back? Yes. Did they? Did the superheroes take away sci-fi? Yes. No. Yeah, they did. How do I want to hear this? How did superheroes take away sci-fi? Do you see how many movies are coming out that are all the superhero based? Whatever happened to the good old-fashioned science fiction film? Hmm? You don't see those coming out very often now, do you? Here's my question. For the listeners, what is a good old-fashioned science fiction film? Oh, you know, like the old pop culture stuff, the retrofuturism, uh, alien, you know, that fun stuff. Give me give me examples of, of these. What good old-fashioned science fiction film are you thinking of when you say that? Well, I mentioned Alien. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Let's see. Uh, Predator kind of is... A little bit science fiction, but also just, you know, showing off Arnie. Let's see. Then we've got the older Star Trek. See, here's the thing. You said Predator showing off Arnie. I would have thought you would have went with Terminator. You know what? Yeah, Terminator did show off him a lot and it was good, uh, except for the uh, third one. No, no, I didn't say anything. You know, I just said Terminator. Terminator oh, yeah, yeah. 1. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm talking mm-hmm. One and two. Those are the, can- those are the can- eh, canonical ones. Correct. Anything afterwards just doesn't make sense. Aren't it isn't Alien and uh, Terminator now thirty five years old? Oh man, are they that old? No, I like think that. Alien's older. I think they were released in the eighties. Oh yeah, they, they both released in the eighties, but I guess so. Yeah, mm. yeah, that kind of makes sense. 
Because Terminator 2 was 91? Somewhere in the 90s. I know it was early so 90s. You're looking at 35 years plus. Yeah, yeah a lot of years. And, you know, too, and I, I would say that Alien is more of a horror movie than a science fiction movie. It's in a science fiction setting. Yeah. But the story isn't about the science fiction. It's about the horror of escaping this monster that's creeping on you at, in the dark. Mm. Yes. You know, it's a lot of jump scares. It's uh, a lot of that kind of thing. Uh, almost slasher-like mm. uh, as opposed to, you know, we have to solve this problem with science. I think that's The true. Martian is a really good science fiction story. Oh, yes, exactly. That so that's a, a spectacular one. science fiction story. But yeah, I think Alien falls more into the category of horror, even though it's set in a futuristic uh, setting. This is true. The yeah. same thing with um, oh, uh, the Alien prequel or sequel where they're on the planet and they discover the architects. Oh, Prometheus. Oh, Prometheus. Prometheus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. definitely a horror film. Yep. That's where we get the uh, Prometheus school running away from things. Thank you. I was just about to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Shock. Go ahead. No, no, no. I, 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 um, I was interested in it and watched it because I'm not much for the horror genre. Mm. And there's times where it's like, oh, that's, that's rough to watch. <laughs> that's oh, yeah. rough to watch. Why am I blanking on the exact thing I had to think? I had to link up between what we were talking about before with Invincible and the Marvels, which just came out. Um, well, because probably because he said superheroes too much, but yeah. Invincible is a superhero, so that's true. Invincible. And that was fantastic. Well, it was. I think the problem isn't even so much that they're doing too much. It's hold, that hold on, is fantastic, not was. Is I said is. No, you said was. Oh, oh, they're on fucking winter break. God damn it! <laughs> it was. was damn was. it! It was. I haven't had new content for almost 24 hours with Invincible, and I'm fucking pissed about it. Somebody's addicted to TikTok. Chuck has never touched the TikTok, I'm sure. No, I, I've seen Not the a app, couple I'm sure. of it. No, I've never touched the app. Yeah, yeah. Don't I do. do it. It's terrible. It's one of those ways I'm old. I don't put apps on my phone, folks. Um, in any event, um, the problem with uh, not even the Marvels, because to me, the Marvels was a pretty damn good movie. It's mm-hmm. a good story. The problem with a lot of those uh, is that you can't have the really good stories every time. So mm-hmm. while there are good products, and Invincible being, you know, in the superhero genre, a really good product, I thought Watchmen was an amazing fucking superhero genre film, despite how dystopian it was. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, a lot of the writing, they just cannot get enough good stories onto the screen. And I think part of that is the problem with... Even if they have a good story to start with, it's the process of getting any movie onto the screen that tends to fuck up a good story. Also, I was going to say is where a lot of people fuck up, at least nowadays, is they're not just trying to make a movie that stands alone on its own merit. They have to make an entire yeah. universe. Yeah, every mm-hmm. every movie's leading to the next film. Yeah. Every movie's leading to the next one. And I just remember what my link up was. So we were talking about in Invincible how uh, he was supposed to marry the... Uh, the fish lady. The yeah. fish lady, yes. Mm-hmm. And then in Marvel's, you had that actually happen... Where, um, not Miss Marvel, uh, Captain Marvel. Oh yes, was the was the wife of an alien emperor, uh, yeah. emperor, for so she could help him get out a little bit of trouble. <laughs> it's like I like how they never actively said what the trouble was. We just had to help out, help him out with a little thing. Now we have a lot of backstory we can get to. Yeah, I well, assume a bar fight. You know, two and and uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three. Mm-hmm. That was a pretty damn good film. And I know it's a good film because it's emotionally difficult to watch. Yes. Oh, man. I haven't yeah. watched it yet. Yeah. You Oh. I told you, I cannot get him to watch anything. I have, I a, have to watch it myself and then fill him in. 
I have a list about 10 miles long of every movie I should watch, including Saving Private Ryan. I've never actually seen Saving Private Ryan. That's okay. It's a good movie. I've heard from or many Titanic. people. I, I can't help you with that one. I know. <laughs> like, that movie is over 20 years. The, 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 Titanic? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. a lot older than that, actually. Yeah, it's... Made in the 90s? And yeah, this no. is 2023? I'm 30, and I was in 93. So it is well over 20 years. <laughs> Man, you know, Saving Private Ryan is an exceptionally good movie, but it's also exceptionally blatant about the horror that those uh, men went through climbing off of those ships to take those beaches at Omaha and on um, on D Day. Yeah. That's the because only- that's the opening sequence is these guys on those landing craft mm-hmm. on D Day facing those machine guns and those mortars and cannons and. It's really rough to watch. I think the only portion of the movie I've seen was a clip that somebody showed me with the guy who gets shot in the head into his helmet, and he takes his helmet off to look at it, and then gets shot in the head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, like, just like on Starship Troopers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That did happen on yeah. there, too. Fantastic movie. I love that movie. That, yeah. I don't know why. I love that movie. You like? Okay. I, I enjoy Starship Troopers. I did. Mm-hmm. Fantastic, though. It's hard for me to watch because um, it's too easy for me to empathize with a person being eaten alive by the bug. (laughs) (laughs) That's the problem I have. I don't think that's really a problem so much. The Jack Black King Kong film? Have you not seen this? I've seen that one. It's been a long time. It's a pretty good movie, but there is a scene, which I guess was out of the original, they had cut out of the original film. Where they fall into a crevasse, and in that crevasse are these giant like leech creatures that are crawling oh. around in there, and they start eating them alive. Oh, and man, that is hard to fucking watch. I don't believe I've ever seen that scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's there. That's that. Ooh, I feel like I blinked that one out as well. Yeah, cause... rightly so. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was but in see, the director's cut. But see, that's part of my problem is I'll never forget that scene. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget. <laughs> Give you Vietnam flashbacks. I just realized something. We got way off course. Yeah, we did. <laughs> so about Marvel. About Marvel. <laughs> about those Marvel. About movies. those Marvels. And the reason I brought this up was because I saw a trailer for one of the next Marvel. Actually, a couple of the next Marvel um, shows. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be coming out. Uh, actually, I think one show and one movie. They teased that this movie was going to be coming out. This is show is going to be coming out uh, of um, Hawkeye. Echo. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, okay. That character seems interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I can see a little bit. More. I, I would enjoy seeing a little bit more with this. And they're supposed to be ringing back Kingpin for it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hmm. we know that he survived. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I know from the comics when that happened, because that was a thing that actually happened in the comics. Yeah. He's Kingpin. So, of course, you know, he got better. <laughs> well, you know, that, that's the one that I th- think I've mentioned that before, as far as the character Kingpin goes. Uh-huh. You know, everybody approaches him like he's just some big bulky fat guy. <laughs> that is not fat. But he, yeah, yeah, he, it isn't fat, but it's almost like he has to be a mutant. The kind of strength and power and, and almost invulnerability he seems to, to present in the com- combat with Spider-Man and combat with Daredevil it's almost like he has mutant-like abilities, and it's just never explained. Or it was explained in a comic that I didn't, I didn't see. I don't believe he has any mutant-specific uh, abilities. I think the way that they uh, play that off is he is like peak 
physicality for a human. I know, but his his power just seems to expand beyond what you would get from that. So again, I feel like somewhere in there he's a mutant of some form. I'm sure they will. I'm sure the writers will write that into his backstory at some point mm. when it's when it's necessary. Like, oh no, no, no! All of like, there's no way he could survive that. And now his mutant gene activating. Yeah, yeah. talked about <laughs> exactly, exactly. Mm. Well, you drop the house on him. Surely he's dead now. And as he crawls out from beneath the timbers, right? Yeah. Wait, are you just calling the kingpin the Wicked Witch? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, that's why he comes out. You tick off his ruby slippers. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I I'm uh, was originally familiar with Kingpin and Spider Man in the late '70s comic series, right? Yeah, and he was just way too powerful just to be another human. When he's facing Spider Man, who is, by their definition, one of the most powerful of the Marvel beings because of his uh, extraordinary strength. Right. And Kingpin is practically matching him. Hmm. So I'll that that seems like it's well beyond what anybody could build up via calisthenics and jujitsu and weightlifting mm-hmm. and all and all of that stuff. Also, because uh, they touched on that in Superior Spider-Man when Doc Ock t- took over his body. Mm-hmm. Because Doc Ock punched uh, Scorpion's jaw off. Right. And Doc Ock's like, Oh my God, he's this strong. Yeah, his this body is this. Was he holding back every time he fought? Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much what's going on. With that is Spider Man's holding back because he knows how strong he is. Hmm. So that's why when you see him fighting against King Fan, he's not really going all out because if Spider Man really wants to go all out, he will fuck up everybody he encountered. Well, yeah, but that's Spider Man. Uh, but I'm talking about the power level that they give Kingpin. Right, no. Seems to be beyond what it is capable of human beings, which means there has to be another explanation. Something, yeah, I get that, yeah. And this is why this is a geeky a geeky podcast, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes, because we talk about uh, power levels and... <laughs> <laughs> it's over 9,000. But no, at, least, no. at least we're staying with the Marvel genre. Yes, we are staying with Marvel this time. <laughs> okay, this well, time. I do have a question. Hmm. What's up? I, I I know Kingpin is is you know Spider Man and all that and and the X Men are also Marvel but why don't they ever cross over? They have actually licensing problems. That too, <laughs> that too. But in the are you talking about in the movies or in the shows? Or? In the movies. In the movies, exactly what Shock said, licensing because mm. Sony currently owns the rights to Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Fox for the longest time owned the rights to X Men. Okay. And now that Disney owns the movie rights to the entertainment rights for X-Men again, mm-hmm. in theory, they could, but Sony, that still is, uh, they have to workshop that between them and Sony. We also think of Marvel as being one of the most profitable juggernauts, right? Because mm-hmm. of all the movies and the billions of dollars they've made. Back in the 80s and 90s, Marvel was hanging on by their fucking claws. They were almost bankrupt. Almost, so they were selling off all of their valuable property rights for movie production. Actually, they did mm. file for bankruptcy, I think. At one they point. probably did, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, they were desperate for cash, So they would, which is why you got in the 80s and the 90s, you got some terrible straight-to-video production movies. Captain America. Captain America, Fantastic Four, the terrible Spider-Man TV series from the Uh, 70s. Did Fantastic Four even get a movie? They were supposed to. I remember the trailer. Well, they made a movie and it was never released. Okay, I was like, I remember seeing the trailer once and I'm like, oh, wow, that looks cool. And then as I look at it older, I'm like, oh, God, that looks terrible. (laughs) But in any event, Mm -hmm. what they did was they sold them to different entities. Yeah. Right? So that's why Sony and Spider-Man and... uh, Universal owns Hulk. 
uh, owns Hulk, right? Where the Hulk movies were from a different franchise, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, and then um, Fox owned X Men. Fo- Fox owned X Men, and that's why they aren't all in the same universe. And what's been happening is now with Disney's power is they're licensing back some of those characters, which is why Spider-Man started showing up in the Avengers series. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Because I remember reading some of the comics, and I had some figures uh, where, you know, it was uh, X-Men versus Spider- not X-Men, um, Wolverine versus Spider-Man. Yeah. Yes. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. Because you got... One, so, hmm? in, in the comics, it was easy because they owned mm-hmm. all the characters. But yeah. when it came to the entertainment licensing, that, that they were their cash cows for a long time. And they just are in all these separate uh, camps, and those people don't play nicely together. They do not. Hmm. At least historically, they have. Well, now, now because they know how much money they can make, right. they're starting to play nicely. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, Universal, I, 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 swear, I think it's Universal, I'm hoping I'm right, uh, who owns Hulk, is not getting rid of Hulk for who knows what reasons. Hmm. And they are licensing out Hulk to only be in... Um, Avengers. Avengers movies. Thank you. Hmm. Well, and apparently She-Hulk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. Well, That's another one I haven't seen. Well, I think seen. She-Hulk is separate than... is. I think they have a separate thing than Hulk on that. I think Universal only took Hulk and his um, enemies. I don't think they took She-Hulk. Well, so that, that may be, but they're still... Mm-hmm. Hulk is still an integral part of the of She-Hulk, She-Hulk TV yeah. series. So that's true, there yeah. Is, there, is, there is some kind of agreement or, or cooperation. Yeah, because that's how she becomes She-Hulk yeah. is because of that blood transfusion. Yeah. Or in the in the series, the car accident where she got a little <laughs> bit of his blood in, and all of a sudden, oh, these are super strong Hulk Hulk blood. Yeah. So yeah. Death by snoo snoo. No, 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 <laughs> that, no. Actually, you know, in the comics, that does happen. No. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I had them like, oh yeah, because in the comics, uh, what was it, Old Man Logan, I think, where. Uh, which is what Logan is the movie. Yeah, which Logan the movie is tangentially based off of. Right. Uh in the comics for Old Man Logan, uh the world, like in the future, America is broken up between like four factions. You have Doom, Hulk, uh, I can't remember what the other two are, but it's basically uh broken up. And like California and all the West Coast is basically called Hulkland. Mm-hmm. And what ended up happening was um, <clears throat> Hulk got a little too friendly with his cousin. Oh, no. And they have kids. That's correct. Lots of kids. Oh. Oh, dear God. Yeah. Now, yeah. They, I guess uh, he had a super spider for sperm. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. That what w- what's what happens when your cousins are cute? <laughs> I wouldn't know. Shock? <laughs> are you trying to tell us something? Shock. No, no. Is, is this you telling us here on the podcast that you have cute cousins? I have not come out as a cousin fucker. I have not. <laughs> he it's has okay. not, and he will not. <laughs> Officially. <laughs> what's the What's the joke? You, your Batman couldn't get me to confess to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! You know what? Let's uh, let's move forward a little bit. Oh God! Anyway, we talked about this on the last one, but I want to go over it again. Nerdiest sex toy. Oh, what was it? I thought I had it in mind. Nerdiest sex or kink toy that you've owned or used? The nerdiest. Nerdiest. Mine is still my Thieves Touch flogger. It has a uh, cute little orc at the end of it that's hidden, and I get to show off when I get to pull it out. Hmm. It's not an orc, it's an ogre. Thank you very You're much. You're an ogre. I know I am. Thank you. 
I, I love this argument. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the difference between an orc and an ogre? Okay, well, when we all think of ogres, we think of Shrek, the wonderful movie that everyone loves, and someone has a, every copy of the VHS in their room somehow. Anyway. An is orc, it you or her? No. Neither. Well, then is neither. it only oh. trolls that live under the bridge? Well, it depends on the troll. Okay. All right. Orcs and ogres. Okay. So, an ogre is basically a swamp being. And an orc can be, uh, well, depends on which fandom you're from. 40K, they're the fungi, pe- fungi people that believe that if it's painted red, it goes fast. And if it's purple, they're invisible. Because no one's seen a purple orc. Didn't somebody make that, like, canon in How we the... can argue with that. You can't. <laughs> Didn't somebody make that canon in the 40K, like, mythology... That the orcs are so powerful, that their belief is so powerful that it actually makes it true. Yes, there is an example where I believe it was some space marines that took uh, control of one of the orc ships. And they're like, how in the hell does this thing fucking work? All the orcs are dead and it's falling out of the sky. (laughs) It only worked because all of the orcs on the ship believe that it worked. Yes, that's why they all collectively believe red is fast. So then an orc would make a good green lantern. Oh, yeah. God. Because You're the right. sheer force wow. of their will. will. Yeah. yeah. You know what? That would be fantastic. I would love to see that crossover. <laughs> Green Lantern in the 40K universe. Uh, I don't know how long he'd last, but okay. No, no. Green Lantern, he doesn't last, but his ring gets... Uh, one of the uh, orcs get chosen by the ring. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. The Imperium <laughs> of Man has been destroyed. <laughs> oh, God. that Oh, that is quite frightening, actually. Yeah. And, and when you think funny. about it. I don't even know that much about 40K. I just think it's funny. Also, Event Horizon is the prequel to Warhammer 40K. You cannot tell me otherwise. Oh, I don't think those are in the same universe at all. No. If you look at it, it actually is. Event Horizon, the yes, movie. Yes. Okay. Okay. Let, let me set the stage for you. <laughs> I've heard this so many times. Wait, wait. Don't we need a meme of Charlie Day in the background with yes, a lot of strings and connected dots? <laughs> yep. yeah. okay. that, that's exactly how I'm feeling right now. So... When when uh, they go through uh, the warp, you know they uh, they go through uh, you know hyperspace and they come back, right? Yeah. In the forty k universe, you actually have to have a shield called a Geller field to stop you from going fucking insane while being inside the warp. So the fact of the matter is, they went to I don't know Alpha Centauri and back. I I don't remember. Um, in in the movie Event Horizon, yes, in the yes. Event, in movie Event Horizon, and everyone went insane. Because they didn't have the shield? Because they didn't have the shield. So that was humanity's first exposure to the warp. That's also supposed to be the reason that Ant-Man's helmet is the way it is, is to protect him from being driven insane by the processes once he shrinks. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I was not aware of that. Hmm. Yep. So now you have some more knowledge. Yay for Marvel knowledge. Okay, continue on with why 40K is... I'm sorry, why Event Horizon is the prequel? Okay, so... Forks and Ogres. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all started from orcs and ogres. Um, so where was I? Oh yeah, so they all went insane, and you know where we're going. We don't need eyes to see that fantastic little line. Yeah, that that's a and all so the, creepily given. <laughs> yep, and all the Latin chanting and all of the radio messages. It also makes sense. So is all the Latin just ancient orc? No, no. <laughs> I'm I'm talking. It's just craziness from being in hyperspace or the warp. Sorry. So without the shield, they went insane and. Well, now we know. Also, if you look at the ship itself inside the warp core, it's very gothic. 
And I, I mean, that means nothing. Very gothic is Batman. <laughs> you got to be more specific. Well, no. If you look at the motif for the uh, Imperium of Man for uh, Warhammer 40k, you actually see a lot of gothic architecture and the way their ships are designed, and it screams that uh, that the whole thing right there for Event Horizon. Yes. Okay, this is the first time I've heard this. What? Sh- Shock? Are you convinced? <laughs> I'm not entirely convinced he's still on his medications. I <laughs> <laughs> I've been I, I, Thank I, you very much. <laughs> uh, I haven't played Warhammer, so I'm not familiar I, with that. I have and, not and it's either. been a while since I've seen Event Horizon. But yeah, you're right. The the uh, Singularity Containment Unit, I believe is mm-hmm. basically what it is, is yeah. very gothic in its nature. It looks like it's built out of uh, steel with rivets and spikes. Mm-hmm. Like, like steampunk, but worse. Also, real quick. Uh, when you just made your like gothic punk, uh, your 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 words of I that you were right. I was thinking like, hmm, I get a, a Sheldon vibe. Like, I'm not crazy. I've been tested. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I have been tested, and it's I'm certifiably insane. Okay, so he is crazy then. Mm-hmm. Now, if you remember, we started with what's the nerdiest toy you have? This is true, and we somehow got off on the connection between <laughs> Warhammer and Event Horizon. So I'm not sure that question's ever been answered. No, no, no. She answered. I it. answered. She answered. With I don't hers. know how that got taken you, off over there. You, you <laughs> said it had a medallion of an orc or an ogre. Yes. And that's where we ended up in this. Yes. Yeah. Because she said orc and it's actually an ogre. <laughs> so listeners, is this is your first time it's listening green to the Gotham creature. Press podcast. That's what it is. This is what you're in for. Lots of nerdy tangents. Just strap in. Or and strap on. There you go. There you go. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. All right. Hey, Shock, have you used any uh, nerdy tools? Well, the closest I have to that is in the beginning. Uh, I had to build some of my own toys. So I've turned, uh, I can remember uh, turning uh, heat shrink and cotton rope into floggers. So it's basically, it's a do-it-yourself construction. Hey, I think I can make this work. Use a little knot here, a little piece of uh, heat shrink there to keep it from unraveling. And voila, you end up with a flogger. Voila. Hmm. Interesting. Right. So yes, do-it-yourself does count as nerdy because yes. lots of nerds do it themselves. That's true. <laughs> I yeah. do have some DIY toys as well. Mm-hmm. What do you have? DIY toys. <laughs> I have constructed Listen. one of them. <laughs> now, I do have a, a favorite blanket that I'll often take uh, on a play date as an aftercare blanket, and it's a Spider-Man blanket I got uh, uh, during the release of Spider-Man 2 was given to me as a gift, so mm. nice. that's a nerdy sort of toy. That is true. Yeah. There you go. Because aftercare is part of the whole uh, kink spectrum. Yep. you mm. got to give aftercare to your bottoms. And one of my uh, stuffies is a mimic. I'm sorry, you have a mimic? I have a mimic. Are you sure that it's just a stuffy? No. It stares at me while I sleep. It's plotting. Yes, it is. You know, here's another nerdy tangent. Uh oh. I was on Tumblr, which I know nobody ever goes on anymore. That's still, it's still a thing. It is. Oh. As soon as it was devoid of porn, it was devoid of me. Yeah. Which I understand. Exactly. And I just went back recently, like maybe during this year or maybe last year, and found that though they don't officially support porn anymore. You can still find it on there. No, I was on one of the uh, D&D tumblers. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And it was this person who gave like the first part, I guess, of a uh, story that they had written about a, a adventurer who was in a dungeon. And he had taken out a few mimics already. Mm-hmm. And then he runs into one that 
just is like super like misshapen. Definitely like you can tell this was a mimic just from like 20 feet away. Right. This is a mimic. And he sees the thing just like kind of like slowly like moving along. He's like, oh, oh, that's sad. (laughs) He feels so bad for him. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to just like toss some food over. She was like, here, just don't attack me. (laughs) And the mimic takes, eats the food and suddenly, you know, it looks more like the chest that it was trying to impersonate. And so the adventurer, he kind of walks past it. The mimic doesn't attack him. And then a little bit later in the dungeon, he notices that he's being followed by that mimic. Oh, gosh. And so I guess uh, the rest of the rest of the stories there from that point are the mimic trying to repay him for his kindness oh. by just turning into various things along his adventure. That's glorious. I would love a pet mimic. That would be fantastic. No, I, I actually want the, the trunk from Discworld, please, with all the legs. I'm sorry. The what the what the what? The, okay. I've only read uh, like a couple chapters of the first book of the Discworld series by uh, Terry Pratchett. Yes. The uh, name sounds familiar. Yes. Uh, but there is a, uh, a, a magical chest uh, that has like a like a millipede or centipede legs, but they're human, like baby legs. Oh, that, ew. No. <laughs> and, and, baby legs. And it, it just falls around this, this person and it holds, it's almost like a bag of holding. <laughs> With legs. Yeah, exactly. With a chest. Yeah. Enchanted caddy. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, you know, I, I remember something I forgot about that story. Uh, after he gave him the food and, you know, he found, he realized he was being followed. He turned back and he sees the mimic and he's like, I, I gave you, I don't have any more food for you. And the mimic just like basically pukes up a item that still has the hand attached from whatever previous adventure oh, no. had. <laughs> and the guy's like, thank you. The guy looks at, his, he's a wizard. He looks at his wand, which is. Pretty much almost out of juice and done for. And he looks at the wand in the uh, detached hand. He's like, huh, that does look a lot better than mine. <laughs> and he like goes over and gently takes it, you know, takes the hand off and tosses it back to the mimic. And the mimic like, mm, and just eats it. Oh, no. I was actually expecting him to use the hand like the wand, uh, like a wand holder and just. <laughs> no, no, he, he tossed the hand back and. The wand was much better than the one he had. Hmm. So, yeah, like I said, the mimic is just now following him, just trying to help him out. Besides, you don't keep the hand. Necrosis is the thing. Yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> what do you mean? I'll let you guys just. No, I don't it. want to. I'm just going <laughs> to. We're just going to move right along. <laughs> Free hand. So, uh, moving over to you, Anomalous. Oh, yes. <laughs> Nerdiest toy that you have or have uh, used? <laughs> okay, kinkwise. Let's see. Yes. Uh, I made a, a bundle of uh, skewers. Yes, a bundle of skewers with electrical tape. Skewers? Yes. Where, who are you stabbing? Uh, it's not for stabby. It's for thuddy uh, impacting on buttocks. You said skewers, though, which make pointy ends. Well, no. You, what you do is you bundle them up like a, like a bundle of wood and you uh, electrical tape all over it. And and it makes itself like a nice heavy stick. Okay. And then you use that heavy stick like a like like a relay baton and hit people with it. I don't think people hit each other with relay batons. You don't I, know that. I was say, but I don't know that to be a fact, so I could be wrong. So this one time at track camp, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you, obviously, you haven't partied with the track team, my friend. I have exactly. <laughs> have you seen me? I'm a fat guy. I do not party with the track team. Well, you party with them. They eat so much spaghetti. 
Spaghetti. Yeah. Yeah. All I, the carbs. Listeners, uh, it was silent right there because I was staring questioningly <laughs> at Anonymous. <laughs> That's okay. That happens a lot, actually. It, it really does. It really. <laughs> well, questioningly staring or? Yes. Yes. Ah, gotcha. Inclusive okay. or. That is always my answer. Inclusive what? Or. Inclusive or. Yeah. So like you say. Uh, and or. Oh, gotcha. Well, no, no. It's, it's like, okay, so. Say, uh, okay, so do you like uh, bananas or oranges? And if I answer yes, what does that make you think? That you like both of them. That you didn't hear the question. Exactly. No, I, heard, I heard the question, but I can't choose them. You like both? Yes. See, I get that. Just like I can't choose between dick and tits. You like both? Yes. There you go. Huh. So let's see here. Oh, yeah, I didn't go over my choice. Wow. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. I missed myself. Uh, let's see. Um, so tell us, Captain, what kind of kinky, n- nerdy toys do you have? Uh, I've got a flogger that I got from Thief's Touch. Uh, mm-hmm. It has the emblem on mine of Venom, a.k.a. Eddie Brock, uh, a.k.a. Why am I blanking on his other name? Tongue Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. It was oh, not, but now. <laughs> but now. I don't know, but that's going to be my new nickname on Fett in about fucking three minutes. <laughs> Shock Doc no more. Tongue Daddy. <laughs> oh, no, he changed his You name. heard it first. No. You're I here first, good folks. <laughs> that is hilarious. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, yes. Eddie Brock, uh, Venom. Whatever other name. Oh, Mr. Brock. Just Mr. Brock. Because, you know, mm. sometimes you have to be respectful for the tools that you're using. Yeah. Mm, yes. That is correct. Right this way, Mr. Brock. Right this way, Mr. Brock. <clears throat> Here is the ass that you will be uh, <laughs> assisting. Destroying this, today. Assisting. Assisting. assisting with, his, with his joy of uh, being destroyed. Yes. Uh, and I have a paddle, uh, which was given to me by my former baby girl, which has the emblem of the Punisher on it and is a big, thick wooden paddle. And yeah, it is the Punisher at this point. It's like, you've been bad. Now you must be punished. That's beautiful. Absolutely. Yes. Hmm. Well, now, but now I'm thinking about Venom being an anal trainer. <laughs> oh, no. What? Well, it can start small and then just simply keep getting larger until we've reached the... Uh, <laughs> Anyway, it was just a thought. Moving right along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the human asshole can extend to about nine inches and you can fit. You know, it could have stopped right where <laughs> we were. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to say this. The human ass can contain two raccoons at any point in time. <coughs> what? <laughs> Number one, why do you know that? <laughs> Number two... Do you know that With practically? You, did you did you want to see his thesis on No, this? I don't. Or, okay, just check. I, I just want to know <laughs> his evidence, his proof. I want to know why he knows that. <laughs> just check the board in the back with all the strings. <laughs> God. Listeners, that was not part of the original recording. This is brand new for this one. Actually, we've had a lot of brand new tangents this time. <laughs> That's correct. Oh. Maybe but, I'll put up the original recording on our uh, Patreon feed at some point for those of you that want to listen to um, whatever I can salvage from it. What <laughs> and also down. the butthole finger. Oh, oh yeah, the oh, finger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The conversation of the butthole finger. Yeah. That's a fun one. Yeah. So now listeners are going are to be like, well, we need to have the original recording now to hear that. Yeah. Yes. Remember, if you're a Patreon supporter, you too can understand the concept of 
the butthole finger. Of 2023. <laughs> of 2023, 2023. Yes. Stay uh, tuned for 2024's butthole finger. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, did the butthole finger make a return? No. No, that's that's return of butthole finger. Oh, oh. return of butthole finger. Return of butthole finger. So what I'm hearing is electric if I have boogaloo. you guys on <laughs> electric boogaloo, butthole yeah, finger, and then the sequel is butthole finger among us. Yes, there we go. Beautiful. Oh, and then butthole finger H two O. What the no? <laughs> I was gonna say uh, butthole finger three D. So there we go. There you go. So if you guys agree to come back on next year, I will definitely be asking you about uh, butthole finger and what's what's become of them. Got it. It. Them, I don't know anymore. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That works. Scoot over raccoons. Butthole finger is on the way. <laughs> butthole finger well, with raccoons? Yes, actually. If you have no, one, oh, no. If you only have one raccoon, you can have a butthole finger too. If you're short a raccoon, <laughs> God. Who's your raccoon guy? <laughs> I, I got a guy. I got a guy. Got no, a guy. no, no, we do not need. You're paying too much for your raccoons. Who's your raccoon guy? Here's the thing: we do not crazy need ra- Eddie's discount raccoons. Yep. Here's the thing: we don't need raccoon guys because I know at least two people in this community that the moment they hear like, "Wait, we can get raccoons," they will jump all over that. There's one right there. <laughs> Make that three people. <laughs> so, so as a as a thought, if you just leave the tail of the raccoon hanging out of your ass. You don't have to buy the butt plug with a raccoon tail. Exactly. No. Technically, it is a butt plug. <laughs> oh, no. Your furry dreams are, are realized. You just got to be careful oh. because because raccoons can get scratchy. So, about those ge- uh, kinky and geeky toys you have, Captain. Um, you know what? I, uh, I think I said what I needed to say. I think the only other thing, you know, it doesn't matter anymore. Hey, what's the <laughs> next topic? <laughs> well, because Shock brought up anal training Life with Venom, so... Yeah, no. Yeah, yes, that's right. Uh, hi, life of switches. Switches. This is, <laughs> this is all on YouTube because I'm not a switch and Shock's not a switch. Not a switch. Not a light switch. I wired one up before. I don't think that's the type of switch we're talking about. Oh, yeah? It's not? It's I did not. a dimmer switch once. We're not talking about that switch either. Oh. Oh, gosh. We're going to move over to see him. See him. What kind of switch are we talking about? We are talking about the fun either side of the slash switch. Oh, the that, slash! That, that one the time. Slash. What's the slash? It's a fun time. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how, top bottom, you know. How is life as a, as a switch living with another switch? Quite fun. Quite fun. Quite fun. Oh yes. One moment you are being a nice domly dom and having fun with the subby submissive, and then all of a sudden the subby submissive becomes a dommy dom, and the dommy dom becomes the subby submissive, and things get all topsy-turvy and all fun orgasms. The dommy dom, dom dom, the dommy dom, dom 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 Anyway, so as you were describing that, for some reason in my head, I went back to 90s wrestling, where I'm just hearing like, Oh my god! It's taking over. Oh my god! What's what's going on here? They've got they've switched all over. Yep, pretty much. I yep. assume there's a lot of wrestling going on when this happens, anyway. So that's probably not a bad analogy. You know? Yeah, there actually sometimes. Is. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Do you? So do you start one way and you're like, you know what? I'm done with this, and you just like wrestle power away from them. Well, I sometimes it's normally the other party that yeah. that does that. Oh, you're wrestling power away from her. No. No. I'm wrestling He tends power to start to on the uh, upper side of the slash, the dummy side. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then if I do something or 
his mindset decides to change in the middle, then it's he's gone to the to the other side and I have to take control. Otherwise, it's just a strange time of two submissives trying to have fun. It's like, I don't know. What do you want to fuck? I don't know. What do you want to fuck? I don't know. What do you want to fuck? <laughs> it's like slapping two pieces of bologna together. You're not going to get a sandwich, but it's still going to be good. <laughs> okay. Well, that analogy will stick with me for a very long time. I've never heard it described in quite that way. <laughs> Remember when we were just slapping bologna together? <laughs> fun times. Fun times. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Now my question becomes, are, are you a, a foodie in bed? or No, 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 no. No, no. If, no. if food gets anywhere near the bed, I will have a conniption fit and people I will die. I don't want crumbs. Well, I don't want any messy things near the bed except for crumbs. And ants. And that's or... how you get ants. Yeah, that's that's how, is how you get ants. Do you get want it. ants, people? This is how you get ants. Yes. And we go back to Archer. You want? Cum- <laughs> she wants crumbs, not crumbs. Yes. That is correct. The only fluids that are allowed in bed are Bodily. Bottle of fluids, sorry. And water. Yeah. Water's important. Water's, a, yeah. Water's very important. Please stay hydrated. Always Even stay hydrated. Neither of you would like to uh, sleep with me in my late night snacking habit. So just, you know, making a note of that. That's okay. <laughs> Chuck, so. tell us more about your late night snacking. Well, look at the goddamn weight I've gained. Of course I'm late night snacking. <laughs> compulsively eating all night. Oh, I just remembered. I have a pie that I need to, t- that I need to eat. <laughs> is it a cream pie? It is not a cream pie. Damn. No, actually, it's funny. Um... Shock's lovely bride uh, came by the other day um, on Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. And came and came and go and, on. And that she did. Not from me. Not from me. <laughs> well, damn. But uh, <laughs> missed your chance. Sure eh. did. No, no, no. She, she, she. So about that pie. About yes. that pie. Yes. Uh, she made her very first time making a sweet potato pie. Oh. Ooh. And she's like, hey, I need you to taste this and see how it is. And like, I will taste it on Thanksgiving. And then on Thanksgiving, I ate food and I didn't get around to the pie. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's in the fridge. I need to eat that. So after this recording, I'm probably going to have a slice of pie. So later on, Captain is going to be eating Miss Sue's pie. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. And, tell, oh and then my. I have to give her an honest review of how tasty it was. It was scrumptious. Well, mm-hmm. again, it was her first time, so she wants me to be bluntly honest with if it was good or not. Yeah, Miss, just like my first time. Mrs. Sue's sweet potato pie. Sweet potato <laughs> pie. <laughs> Shock, you know, you have to have her listen to that specific line, right? <laughs> Nothing else, just that. Oh, boy, it's so good. Whenever I'm eating her tater pie, oh, Lord, let me tell you. That is some good eating right there. All right, mm-hmm. and now I have the uh, opening for the episode. <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> no, I'm going to probably use something else for that. But that's a good one. Yeah, that's good. That is good. Okay. Oh, look, hopefully her sweet tater pie is good. Oh, yeah. All right. So, back to the bologna slapping. No. <laughs> I don't think she wants to go back to the bologna slapping. I don't think anyone wants to go back to bologna well, slapping. It's, it's a perfect America analogy. has moved on from bologna slapping. That's the that's the word on the streets. Yes. Okay, fine. I'll be I heard the same slapping. word. Speaking, you know, speaking of America, happy holidays in America, right? Yeah. We are in the holiday uh, season. We are in the thicket of it. The thicket of it. And it's still the 90 degrees. I mean, <laughs> is it 90 degrees? I don't know. No. It's as we both look, as y'all look at our smartwatches. It is sixty-two degrees that, that, outside. Sixty-two degrees because America. We don't America. Deal, we don't deal with that fancy Celsius stuff. Right. Mine, mine says Celsius. Well, that's because you. Are you American? Sometimes. Hmm. Depends on what's inside of me. <laughs> like French bologna. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. No. 
Uh, so for those for those listeners that are not in America, in America we have our uh, holiday season, which generally starts from October thirty first to January thirty first. Who waits that long? Nobody <laughs> waits that long. But officially, officially, fine. October through uh, the beginning of January. Well, that's yeah, what that's talking about. That's the season where we all get to eat. Like, uh, oh, January. I'm going to really fix this problem. But right now, I'm eating everything I want. Yeah. Yeah. The eating everything a lot starts in November. That, yeah. <laughs> no, it starts at uh, Halloween. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, with all candy. the candy. All the Halloween candy. All right. the candy. Yeah, so hence I was right. October 31st. That's when all the candy gets And then eaten. when Thanksgiving yeah. gets here, I switch from eating pumpkins to eating trees. Because that's how they uh, change the shape of the Reese's peanut butter cups. Oh, they yeah. go from oh. pumpkins to trees. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I can't right. have those anymore. Oh, my God. You can't? No. Why not? Because apparently I'm allergic to peanuts. Oh, no. I know. Well, you know, that's better than my freaking allergy. I'm allergic to anything fresh except for berries. I'm sorry. Say, you're allergic to what? Okay. Okay. So All you know, the fruits all and the veggies. Fruits and fresh. the veggies and the gourds and the cucumbers. If they are not cooked and or pasteurized, I can't eat it because my mouth will be like, oh, hey, guess what? You're going to die. I'm going to do all your histamines. I'm just, just I have a curiosity. How did you survive to adulthood? Yeah. <laughs> That's the weird I'm part. barely keeping him alive. Barely keeping barely. him alive. This was a recent development. So was my peanuts, unfortunately. Yes. Well, I, you can, you can um, develop, allergy. develop allergies yeah. to things you're exposed to a lot. Yes. I used to eat the hell out of peanuts. I'm yeah. going to tell you that. Reese's was... Your go-to. I was keeping them alive. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, when I was a young wee lad, I was allergic to oranges and all citrus fruits. And then it stopped. And then now I'm allergic to pretty much everything. Wait, wait. You say it stopped? Yes. Actually, it was, it was quite interesting. Because at that point in time, it was like, oh, hey, here's some water on a paper towel napkin thing. And here is some orange juice. Now, I'm going to have you put your arms behind your back, and I'm going to put them on each of your wrists. You tell me which one is the orange and which one is not. So, I chose wrong. And I was able to eat oranges and stuff. Psychosomatic? That does not sound scientific to me, but I'm not a doctor, so. Well, my mother is extremely allergic. Okay, um... I've lost. I've lost the the, the way this so podcast ha- was going. <laughs> I'm saying happy holidays to America. Yes, I was saying happy holidays to America. I was asking about holiday things, and suddenly we got to allergies. <laughs> yeah, because you because because uh, CM mentioned that she can't have uh, peanuts anymore. Peanuts, peanuts. Because, the Reese's. Because, Reese's because, yes. So, what is your take on the holidays, Cap? There we go. Uh, my take on the holidays: uh, Christmas is the best. Halloween's great. Please remember Thanksgiving because a lot of people t- just tend to go. Oh, Halloween, now Christmas. There's a whole holiday in between there. There is. And then the department stores are like, oh, hey, it's 4th of July. No, it's Christmas. Why do they start so early? I don't know. Why? There's Valentine's Day stuff up, I'm sure. Yes, they actually do that sometimes, especially Costco. What? Right now? Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm sure. I'm sure of it. Valentine's Day is February, yeah. Literally months away. Yeah. Yeah, but they start putting the Christmas stuff out in July. Or Not August. I mean, I mean, Christmas in July is a thing. Christmas in July is a thing. Yeah, because of Australia. I don't know what Australia has to do with any of I, it. I am lost as well. Okay, so in December, Australia is blazingly hot. Yes. 
So ah, uh, so the opposite. Gotcha. There you equator. go. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yep. The equator makes more sense now. <laughs> yes. All right. So. Are you okay? I don't know. <laughs> I That's don't, my all life. <laughs> I don't know if I'm okay because my whole my whole point for this was going to be, hey, you know, holidays are coming up, and you know, there are lots of things that happen here in this community, and you know, for those kinksters out about in the world, you know, what happens with you guys during the holidays and all that? I was going to bring up a, a what was the shock? We have this thing in December. We have our annual Christmas dinner party which is uh, a delightful sit-down dinner gathering of kinky friends. It's a lot of uh, glamorous or beautiful clothing. It's a lot of amazing decorations. Uh, We're having it catered again this year, and um, the the food should be really good, plus dancing, music, laughter. It's one of our, our favorite events of the year, and it is where you dress to impress. And it's a lovely get-together. December 16th this yeah. year. That, or you come like me and, oh, I don't have anything dressed to impress. You know what? <laughs> I will come as the most out-of-place person and have a backstory to go with it. So you're saying you'll be naked. I'll be there. So what you're telling me is you want to see me naked. <laughs> I've seen you naked. So you want to see me naked again? I. <laughs> yes. I am an only child and I make it all about me. <laughs> You know, and actually, considering this is the day after Thanksgiving, right? And this party is about three weekends away from now, somewhere in that range. Oh, yeah. Then it's time to, for people to start making, uh, paying for their res- reserve spots. Yes, which yeah. I will be doing with my next paycheck. Excellent. Excellent. It's that time. I have to start uh, pushing that on FetLife as well, promoting that on FetLife. Yep. So, uh, whenever you're listening to this... Um, pay for the christmas party if you want to attend if you're in the area even if it's march because my birthday is in march go ahead and pay for the christmas party go ahead. <laughs> pay for pay for next year <laughs> mm. uh, oh uh shock there's another thing in december isn't there uh, i am hosting at the headquarters i'm hosting a new year's eve hangout it's an alcohol friendly casual time right here at the headquarters um because it's alcohol friendly make sure you've planned ahead with a ride or an uber or a lift or designated driver so do not drink and drive if necessary if you're driving from out of town and you want to crash here at the headquarters bring an air mattress bring yourself some blankets we'll set up the dungeon space for people to spend the night it is not a play party there are no dungeon monitors on duty it is a hangout it is an opportunity for us to spend time with our kinky friends and celebrate the last of 2023 and the breaking of 2024, at least in our time zone. Yeah, at least in our time zone. Yeah. Shared memories. Shared so that memories. means I can bring a tent. Bring a tent. We are talking about more than just your penis being hard in your pants. Oh. Oh my, it already is. I'm anyway. kidding. I don't know if he's kidding. Is he kidding? You're closer to him. I, I don't have no idea. Look. I don't want to look. You Look, you know him better than I do. <laughs> You can look under the table and see. <laughs> I'm busy. Hi, busy. I'm dead. <laughs> God. What what is going on here? So uh, so rough sex. Uh, yes. Actually, actually, uh, I wanted to do a thing. Uh-oh. I'm oh. going, because we have four options. I was going to uh, roll a d4 and see uh, oh. which one. Ooh. Sticking with that whole nerdy thing. Yeah. So let's do this. Hey, Google, roll a d4. Roll the two. So let's see. 
This is something I know zero about. <laughs> oh? Prostate stimulation or play. Oh my goodness gracious, that is heaven on earth if it's done correctly. As, as I like to say, don't forget, your prostate is your friend. It okay. is. All right, well, I'm going to let you two talk about that because I know nothing about it. <laughs> well, I mean, you can know things about it. I'm all right. I, here's, here's my experience with anal play uh, as far as being on me. Mm-hmm. I had a woman try it many years ago and it did nothing for me. So I was like, okay, whatever. Not my thing. And then I even tried it again some mm-hmm. years later, actually after I moved to California. And I was like, eh, still nothing, doing nothing for me. So just doesn't do it for you. That's a okay. Yep. As yep. long as you know your body and where the things are. Well, plus what you want is um, you want a partner that comes to you and kind of begs for a particular thing, not someone you have to talk into. No, no, you're really going to love it. No, no, just go ahead and give it a try. You're going yeah. to like this yeah. once you once you stop being a bitch about it. You know? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that's coming from some anger. And Shock, some are you okay? Things. Oh, yeah, I'm okay. All right, so uh, Anomalous, mm-hmm. you seem very uh, intrigued by this topic. Well, it's because I have personal experience in this topic. Do tell. For the listeners uh, that have not or may just be curious about, what is prostate play? So, every male has a prostate within their butthole. It makes the fluid that surrounds the sperm. And when it's stimulated, either externally or internally, it causes very good feelings. And uh, lots of uh, leakage of uh, seminal fluid. Which can be kind of messy and also fun. Your your results may vary. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, some some men get hard. Some do not. And uh, the resulting orgasm from the uh, prostate play is one that is not uh, your usual one from normal solo masturbation with your hand and or flashlight or toys toys things that you wrap your penis in. Not not usual how so? It's not usual because it is a full body orgasm that uh, may or may not have the release of semen. May Wait, may or may not? That is you, correct. You, you're talking about strictly stimulation of the prostate. Correct. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not interested in trying, but interested in learning more. Mm-hmm. So, so th- this would be stimulation of the prostate without also stimulating the penis. Yes. That is or anything right. else. Mm-hmm. Just, the s- just the prostate. Just the prostate. Just the prostate. Just yeah. the prostate. Which, you know, that the fact is, is that can feel good to a lot of people. It doesn't necessarily result in an orgasm for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, again, results may vary. Right. For some people, you know. Uh, you some can, need all you of can the certainly fi- You can certainly find videos online of people having strictly anal prostate uh, uh, stimulation and achieving orgasm. Mm-hmm. But I think that's actually more rare than, than, you know, porn would leave you to believe. You don't yeah. believe porn. Porn lies to all of us. <laughs> that's there, true. Yeah. Yeah, there, it is. There are so many... Um, Young people that have learned everything they know about sex from porn. And it's scary. It is. I'm sorry, but that fist does not go there, like, on the first meeting. Okay? I don't care how many videos you've seen of it. Those are professionally paid actors. And they, they have they built... They have had enough warm-up to get to that point. They've, yes. Like, yes, they built up to that. There is yes. A, there are many scenes that were not recorded of them building up to that. Mm. Including a fire extinguisher. Plus, you know, not not everybody can do uh, a handstand and fold over and and uh, double up. Some how, people can. Hold on, I'm sorry, a fire extinguisher. 
I've why seen. do we why we why, why do we, we encourage him? <laughs> yeah, let's let's not let's not promote that. <laughs> yeah, <behavior>. I, I <laughs> was not. <laughs> that, that's an example of an unsafe toy to play with. Yes. Oh, okay, gotcha. gotcha. Yes, right, right. Uh, but you know, uh, like for myself, pressure on the prostate during sexual stimulation, regular old, just regular old fashioned penal stimulation, mm-hmm. does tend to really increase the intensity of the orgasm. Interesting. So, yeah. And does it does it help? get the orgasm faster that depends no well my personal yeah you know your your mileage may vary my personal experience is it actually might stall the orgasm for a little while Ah. because it's this almost distracting additional sensation Mm. you know um uh but well you know once the orgasm's achieved it's pretty damn intense it also does cause a thing that doesn't usually happen with an orgasm whereas like chill bumps Mm-hmm. Ah. So yep. you get this this skin surface response that is different than strict uh, penal stimulation. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. It is. You're welcome, listeners. <laughs> All these things. I'm learning just like you today, listeners. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. I'm learning like some of you. I'm sure there are many like, oh, yeah, I already know about all this. Oh, you know what they're not talking about? And you know what you can do? You can tell us what we're not talking about by just joining our Patreon and uh, leaving a comment on this episode. Or uh, touching the sweet box. Or, you know. Reaching touch- out to Candy Sweet Box. Mm-hmm. Reach mm-hmm. out to Candy Sweet Sweet Box. Or if none of those appeal to you, what you can always do is go on FedLife. We have a profile on there. And you can just write up on our profile. We even have a group on FetLife, uh, the Gotham Press, I believe. Yes. So yeah, please join in the conversation. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, especially from you, anal acrobats. <laughs> anal acrobats. So yeah. reach out to Anomalous One directly for the <laughs> anal acrobats. Thank please you. Don't. I believe there's an underscore or something, but anyway, yeah. it's Anomalous One. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, you, you know, it's it's a it's a unique experience mm-hmm. in that uh, aspect, uh, and everybody has a different reaction to that. The same way that like. Uh, I'm very fond of giving women oral sex, right? Incredibly fond of it. Um, it's fun times. It's mm-hmm. good chemistry if that woman really wants that and, and appreciates that and is stimulated by that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, through basically asking people in open conversations, not every woman likes oral sex at all. This Some women have, an, have, have both a mental problem with it. Some women don't find it physically stimulating or dis, are, are uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And it is not for everybody. Same thing with this particular kind of play, with prostate play. It's not for everybody. Um, and everybody will have a unique experience with it. So, you know, it's um, try it with someone you love or at least someone you met on Tinder. Or someone you <laughs> sort of like. Yeah. Someone you trust to be between your thighs. Well, someone you trust enough to stick something up your asshole. You know, that's another thing, too. It's like anything like that, especially for a male that's used to, you know, being the top in every situation kind of thing, or at least the pressure that you should be, mm-hmm. is giving someone the kind of trust to allow access to you and then uh, allowing them to, to do that. That's a different headspace as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was uh, talking with somebody a week ago now, I want to say, and actually the, com- the uh, subject of submissive males came up. Mm-hmm. Not even specific submissive, but just, you know, males not being in that rah rah, I need to be what? in charge mode. No, not alpha male. Not alpha male. Yeah. yeah. Ew. Toxic. <laughs> I like how you I mean, went you with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. they can yeah. be quite toxic. But yeah. mm-hmm. anyway, but I digress. It was talking about, we were talking about, um, well, she was mostly talking. I was just kind of listening about the fact that men are programmed for, basically from birth at this point. Like, you will be in charge. That is your role. You 
will not allow anyone to touch you back there or do anything back there. And oh, that's what brought it up. The fact that there are men in the world that do not wash their ass because it will make them gay. The amount of times that I have yelled at my crotch goblin, wash your testicles and your ass. Do they? It's astounding. It's yes, because that is not the world that we want to perpetuate. Especially in a nation where a bidet is a rarity. Hey, we got one of those. I have a bidet. A bada. A bada. <laughs> Not a bidet, but a bada. Ta da, the bada. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it makes your butthole sparkle. I've been, I've been honestly been considering. That explains uh, the glint coming from that side of the room. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I say, I've honestly been considering uh, getting a bidet for my bathroom. You so. should do it. Do it. Do it. It's fantastic. Uh, uh, One so of us. You wanna, One of us. You want to clean the booty. So, listeners, uh, I don't know if you guys can tell, but I was getting that in stereo from them. <laughs> We are on either side of him. Yes, he is the sand. He's the meat to our sandwich, or the the roast to our spit. Well, <laughs> God, oh. <laughs> he is the sweet and tender brisket. Yes. Mm-hmm. No. Why, Shaq? Why? <laughs> Why would you do this? Some callbacks are just classics. I know they shouldn't be. That sounds good. Where, where's this brisket at? Is it right <laughs> over here? God damn it, <laughs> listeners! Pay no mind to. Uh, the others pay all the mind yes you know you know my my point of that is just that it's like anything else that's new and exploratory trust matters trust yes. does mm-hmm. matter you know so um you know I, it, we tell new people this all the time don't give uh people you contact or people that contact you too much trust too soon and this is a situation where you you need to be able to trust the individual you're with mhm cuz very uh, true Trust that they have your best interest in mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you don't, don't do it. Well, if you don't, then that's how you get a ruptured colon. It's on the list. And of- be sure that you have discussed all possible outcomes during giving consent. And I've learned that. Mm-hmm. Well, plus it's also the thing with with any kind of sexual play that you consider to be edgy for you mm. is that whatever partner you're playing with, you you want them to be enthusiastic about it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just because you want a particular experience, convincing someone to give it to you while you get lost in your own thoughts and they're meh about it is not, it's not, that's not fun. Yeah. Also, Shock, you said something important. Hmm. Uh, convincing somebody. Like, you don't want to have to convince anybody of anything. Mm-hmm. No, if it is not as an enthusiastic fuck yes, it is a hell no. It's a good way to put it. Except for if you're into that. <laughs> Listen. But you have to enthusiastically consent to not have consent. That yes. Is yes. <laughs> not everyone is, 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 is CM. Let's, let's start there. Yeah. <laughs> hold, hold on a second. Oh, no, I think CM has a story. Do you want to tell us about <laughs> Oh, you mean the story where I was starting to tire up while she was sleeping? Yes. Oh, God. That <laughs> is not. That's not where we were going, but oh, yes. That's okay. But no, 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 no. But it brings he, up an important he point. He brings that up. Yeah, that, that is a very important thing. Do not just spring things on someone while they're asleep. That is not cool. No, it's, it's, it's not unless you have prior written consent. It doesn't what? even have to. We have consensual non-consent. Mm-hmm. I can say no, and if I'm not, you know... Safe wording, the no does not mean no. That is not the case with everyone. No one should ever assume that. Yes, do I'm, not do that. I'm also think, just thinking, if you're asleep and he's doing something, you don't wake up, 
What happens with that rope if it's something is tied badly and you don't notice it fair. in time? That well, there's where she trusts that he's not going to be doing something like tying her neck up in her sleep. That's true. Yeah. I'm, I'm not even saying the neck. Nerves are a thing. <laughs> yeah. It is. And it, it doesn't is. take much to really... But but that's the, that's their trust base in this mm-hmm. instance, you know. I mean, it's not something you want to wake up with a brand new stranger in a hotel and realize <laughs> they're tying you up. But that they have an outstanding relationship. When you've been together for 10 years and you just look over and you're like, oh, you're tying me. I'm going to go back to sleep. And they have rope experience together and they've explored these, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. they have trust in this aspect. Sure. Okay. Okay. I'll go with that. We should definitely have trust built and not stranger and hotel. <laughs> Unless that's your for thing. that to happen. I'm sorry. What was that? Unless what? Unless that's your thing. If no. You're, if, if you're by into all that, means, if you're well, into the strangers, well, risk, go for it. Risk but. aware consensual kink. Yep. Yes. You're more likely to die meeting complete strangers in hotel rooms that than you are to be in long term relationships. Although. You know, for it women, happens. your mileage for, for women, vary. you're more likely to be killed by a long term partner than anybody else. That's math, and unfortunately. 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 And don't uh, forget, we kill with poison. <laughs> Is that why the coffee's been tasting a little sweet? That's why I'm so thin and svelte. I refuse to eat. Exactly. <laughs> also, real quick, uh, Shock, you brought out something that um, I think we should point out. Uh, you said risk-aware consensual kink, also known as? Rack. Rack. Uh, do you know what the other two big uh, acronyms are? Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, you've called me out here. Uh, I do. Um, He's just focused on the rack. It's fine. I can understand that. The rack of ribs? <laughs> yes. Yes. Those two. <laughs> oh, good Lord, Cap. And I have uh, blanked. But yeah, yeah. No. Uh, SSC, which is? Safe, sane, and consensual. There you go. And prick. Um, risk and mm-hmm. consensual kink. It is a consensual kink. <laughs> Personal responsibility. Personal responsibility uh, and, and, consen- and, and consensual kink. Mean, meaning that I, if I've agreed to it, I can't blame my the partner when shit went wrong because we were both aware of the consequences that could happen from this thing I said yes to. Yes. Personal responsibility. It's also part of the concept of, of well, I know this person really wants this and I can see it's important to them. I'm not fucking comfortable with it. I'm not saying yes. Correct. My, yes. No is my power word. Tops can say no. Well, I, did not, I don't mean me personally. I didn't say you. I, I mean, yes, I have the ability to say no. I tell people no. But my point being that anyone in that situation should use their power word as opposed to, I, I, I don't want to disappoint this person, so I will ignore my discomfort. I will ignore my instinct to say no, and I'll tell them yes anyway. That's mm. part of your personal responsibility is using your power word. Everybody on either side of the slash, if you don't want to or if you have a problem with it, say no. Or at least say, hey, let's talk about this a bit more because I have an issue. I have some sketchiness about something that doesn't give me an immediate, oh, yes, I want to talk about it more. It's this, also it's yeah. also okay to say, I can't, I'll think about it. I'll put some thought into this. Mm-hmm. I'm not prepared for an answer today. I, had, I need more information. I'm not in the right headspace to discuss this today. So I hear what you're telling me, but let's table this discussion for another time when I'm more prepared for it. It yeah. definitely came up in the uh, Bitches of Knowledge class of uh, consent and discussing things. Yes. Yeah. Um, so there was a meet in between where you paired up and you discussed a possible albeit you know fake encounter Mm -hmm. and my partner was the 
a wonderful thief's touch. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, very, very clever individual. Very clever. Yes. Very, very, very clever. And uh, our scene that we decided to bring up was a rope scene. And I was all for everything he was suggesting, and I was very enthusiastic. And then the thought came to him of, am I able to jerk off onto your leg? And that's where I went, you know, I don't know. That's, that's a whole new area. I'm, um, let's take a step back and think about that. Because that's what a lot of people, a lot of people just assume that sex happens in kink. Exactly. It doesn't and always. it does not. No. Not always. Sex is a great and grand thing. Have lots of fun with it. It's not for every aspect of everything. And especially if the partner that you are playing with, if the sexual aspect is not something you intend to have. Because I know I have a play partner that I don't have any sexual, you know, connection with. But I also have a play partner who's on the other side of the table that I do have a sexual. You know, and I can't speak to every community, of course. And I can't speak to places that have commercial play spaces that allow in a lot of, quote unquote, strangers. Within our communities, pickup play, which is kind of what you guys were discussing that day, would, yes. be a, would have been a pickup play, very seldom involves sexual contact. Right, mm. because the, that's the beginning of a trust relationship, and maybe we're going to discover this is just a one-time thing we're going to do. It was fun at a party; we had a good time. We'll have a good memory, but we're not necessarily right, so we're going to move on without each other. And not complicating that with with sex is very common. Uh, something I want to add on to that: this is specifically for the guys, because I'm a guy, and I know that this happens a lot with guys. When they say no, accept the no. Accept the, hey, that was fun. I don't want to do this anymore. Accept it. Don't try to like bully them like, well, you, you, you really liked it, so you really want to have to do it again. I mean, you, you need to because you really liked it, and I want to make you feel better. We no. may change our mind and decide that we do, but you begging and pushing is going also, the Jenna, walls up. Also, Jenna, pointing to your erection is not typically the thing that's going to to get her to go, oh, yeah, never mind. Let's do that then. You well, see what you, you did bring to up me? that point. All right, then. Like, you see what you did to me? Right. So like, no. Oh, that sucks. Take it home. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it's, a, it's just a thing to expect that if you're going into a community and you're going to do pickup play like they negotiated or, or imaginary negotiation was mm. about, don't expect them to go, oh, yeah, we're definitely going to be fucking during this pickup play we're going to do in this public space because that, that's, that's rarely a thing. Also, yes. uh, this is for those on the other side of that. Um, don't feel like you have to acquiesce to what they're saying. It's very yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Because I've talked to many bottoms. They're like, well, why'd you do it? It just made it simpler or... I if I, or I, if I didn't do it, I didn't know what they were going to just do. Just because you're a bottom does not mean you have to say yes. I didn't Correct. want to disappoint them. Yeah. We yes. planned for this thing for a week. We planned this thing for two weeks. They felt all this pressure. I am a, when I am in the bottom, I will tell you, fuck no. No, Good. thank you. 
And mm-hmm. I would expect any bottom that I play with to give me the same fuck no if they don't. You know, there there is a thing, because we're talking about pup playing in a public space with dungeon monitors and your friends and your peers, which is one reason it's safer, you know? Yeah. Especially at the beginning of relationships while you're building trust with each other. But there is a situation where women can be alone with men that they thought they could trust. Mm. And then the pressure's put on. And in that moment, they're afraid to say no. That is, that is. That's unfortunately yeah. a very reality of being, uh, in, in, you know, basically the dating world is being in a situation where someone's doing something you don't want, but you're literally fearful of the consequences of saying no. Yeah. And, and you know, in that position where no one else is there to, to keep an eye on you. And to help out when you do yeah. want the no. Yeah. <sighs> Cake is scary. which again is why my mother decides to call when she gets that on dateline but it's it's also dating is scary oh yeah you know it's yes you know kink is sure but just dating just being out there with individuals who are putting on their best face as long as you're telling them yes and you're smiling and you're laughing and when they get a no that mask comes off that mask comes off who do they turn into and we see Mm -hmm. that with people posting online Mm-hmm. where, oh, yeah, baby, you're the one for me. I want you to come do me, do me, do me. No, thank you. Well, you fucking fat slut. I wouldn't screw you anyway. You see that kind Ooh. of anger. Yeah. And that's just fortunately online, but that is just the tip of the iceberg of what people yeah. have to deal with in person. Here's why I'd say that. Guys. Guys. The fuck is wrong be, with you? No. <laughs> that too, but guys, be better. We are in the year, what, 2023? Yes. For a I, brief period longer. For a brief, for, we're at least up to the point of 2023. Be better. Don't go in thinking, oh, yeah, she owes me this. Don't go in thinking, he owes me this. Just go in thinking, I'm going to offer this. And if they don't want it, that's okay. I'll be fine with getting what I get. Exactly. Or if I don't get anything, so be it. Move on. At least I'm not on the first 48. You don't want to be on the first 48. You don't. exactly Because then my mother's going to call me and ask me if I'm being safe. Besides, eager anticipation with a partner who is enthusiastic about getting you out of your fucking pants is so much better than whatever the fuck it is if you're begging and you're pleading and you're whining and you're sniveling and but you don't understand what it's like. Yeah, fuck that. You want eager. You want someone that wants to be there and wants to do the thing. Only mm-hmm. beg if if the person you're begging to wants that. Yeah, if that's your yes. fetish, go for it. Yeah. If that's their fetish, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Has to be on both sides. Yeah, well, that's, that, my, my implication to that is if you guys have that common fetish. Consent right. to the beg. Consen- yes, consent to the begging. <laughs> hey, hey, I like both cock worship and begging. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Huh. All right. You know, I think uh, I think this is a good uh, take two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, CM. Any closing thoughts? Uh, Prostates—they're fun. Shock. Any closing thoughts? Well, that's a pretty good one. To be <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, I, I'm happy to be back on uh, the Gotham Press. I always enjoyed when I get an opportunity to reach out and speak to a wider audience than the people that sit across from me at a munch. Um, I think the year ahead is, is going to be a lot of fun. And the last cup, the last month of December, the last month that is December of 2023, locally, we're all going to have a lot of fun. And if you haven't gotten involved 
yet within your local community, we highly recommend you do. Agreed. Anomalous? Some closing thoughts. First, change your AC filter, please, you dirty, filthy animals. (laughs) For the love of God, don't make him find you. I will find you. And I will change your filter for you. Are you Liam Neeson in this? <laughs> I mean, if you want me to be, I can. <laughs> you have a certain set of skills. I do have a certain set of skills. They involve ACs. That were taught to me in a trade school. <laughs> and also, in regards to prostate play, if you come knocking on shit's door, expect it to answer. Preparation is everything, my friend. Yep. I, I, I now have a quick follow-up question. Do you, um, not douche, um, enema. 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 Yes. You, you, you know, can... this was the problem last time you, you and, and douching for some reason. Yeah. I don't remember. That's a dude douche is an enema. <laughs> a dude douche. <laughs> yeah, a dude, dude douche. Dude douche. <laughs> That's what yeah. we'll call it. That is the new term. Dude douche. <laughs> dude douche. Yeah. You can get them very cheaply on Amazon. The pre-prostate enema is the dude douche. Yeah. Yep. There you go. <laughs> or if you have a good bidah. But <laughs> Well, okay. Just okay. Some, some break people. up the volume and spend twenty minutes on the bada. Yes. Well, it's a lovely, lovely experience. Now, at least you can do that. There. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Shocking. We were doing closing thoughts. I was going to take it on a tangent. Let's just ignore that. And you can edit that right out. No shock. No. You have to go now. No. Editing. There's a terrific show called um, uh, "You're the Worst." It's two or three seasons. Uh, it's a black comedy. The main characters in it are awful people. Um, and one of them on her wedding day notices the, the office of her new job has a bidet. So in, she misses her wedding because she spends all day on the bidet having an <laughs> orgasm after an orgasm oh, after an orgasm. Wow. And the visual of watching her stumble off this bidet in her wedding gown, sopping wet with water as it drags across the floor and she's weak-kneed. <laughs> Is a beautiful thing to experience. What's this wow. called again? You're the worst. I now want to see that. that was, it was a, an FX TV show. You're the worst. That is not what I do on the badah. <laughs> no, no, just no. throwing it out there. No, that's what you do on the bidet, not a badah. And there is and there is a tie-in to the boys season two. Oh, oh, interesting. Yep. Now I really need to see this. Wait, there's only one season of the boys? No, no there's, there's three. three. Oh, Four. Where are they? Three, oh, and then there. there's Gen V, hey, Gen which wrapped up. Yeah. We discussed it last time. We haven't discussed it this time. Soldier yeah. Boy. Terrific show. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, where are we? Oh, we're at me, aren't we? Yes. Uh, closing thoughts. Thank you all once again for coming out for take two on this. <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed this one, much as I enjoyed the last one. And uh, you know what? I think... The Gotham Press is going to make it this time. Yes, just watch out for raccoons. God damn it. I swear. And with that, we are out. Bye.